0: The Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 86. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. We have an incredible lineup this week on the Go Gopher Podcast, including a visit with Gopher star receiver Daniel Jackson, who tells us exclusively about his big-time catch that helped the Gophers beat Nebraska last week. He goes into detail on how training helped him make the grab and how his favorite part was celebrating with his teammates. A great visit with Daniel Jackson is how we'll open the podcast soon. We also have star gopher volleyball player Melanie Schaffmaster. She's one of the leaders on the 10th-ranked gophers who are looking to rebound from a couple of losses to top 10 teams last week by visiting two more top 10 teams this weekend, Oregon and Stanford, on Friday and Saturday out in California. We want to thank Dinky Town Athletes, the Gopher NIL Collective, for helping them make Jackson and Shaftmaster available. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone, and True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no cost, no obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is also a big sponsor of our Go Gopher podcast. Affinity Plus is your local credit union throughout the entire state of Minnesota. Find out more at affinityplus.org slash go gophers. That's affinityplus.org slash go gophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union has one of the top ranked mobile apps as well, so check that out. We're thrilled that Cub has joined the podcast as a major sponsor as we get rolling with football season. Join Cub, the University of Minnesota, and M Health Fairview Masonic Children's Hospital. Donate to Cub Kindness and give kids a chance at a full life. Cub Cares. The Go Go for podcast is also sponsored by Head Flyer Brewing located in northeast Minneapolis right next door to campus. It has a great vibe, great craft beer and much more. We're going to have a live show with them. Mark your calendar Thursday October 5th. More news on that to come. If you haven't been to Head Flyer Brewing, please make a point to do so. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at ChamplinInsurance.com. We're podcasting episode 86 from the Aquarius Home Services studio. We invite you to subscribe to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to do so. In fact, you can go back and listen to past Go Gopher podcasts as well. Last week, for example, we kicked off the football season by having a great interview with Gopher Athletic Director Mark Coyle, who talked about conference expansion, NIL, and so much more. Go back and take a listen. This episode, we're talking Golden Gopher football and Golden Gopher volleyball. Batting leadoff is one of the many stars of last week's big football win over Nebraska, receiver Daniel Jackson joins us next it's time for tailgating and no one does it tastier than your neighborhood cub get ready for the grill with burgers brats and chicken plus all your favorite game day snacks from chips and dips to drinks and desserts cub has everything you need for the big win fire up the grill for smokehouse brats now on sale four for five dollars and fresh raspberries or blackberries are two for five dollars my cub my way see store for details
1: I'm Clay Geary, walk-on, turn scholarship, wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utek, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy Uncommon Award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com.
0: Episode 86 rolls on, and we have one of the star players. I say one of the because there were a night of stars last Thursday, but, man, the guy who made all the highlights, go for wide receiver Daniel Jackson. Hello, sir. How you doing? How much fun was that last week?
1: Man, I was ecstatic. It was a lot of fun. I couldn't even express it with words.
0: What um, I obviously got to ask you about the catch because it was just an incredible catch. Um, we had the P.J. Flex show on the radio today, and he talked about that, uh, that, that they actually do kind of coach you guys a little bit and getting that keeping that front foot up while mm-hmm. trying to get tilt and get yeah I, which I thought was amazing because I'm thinking was that? uh circumstance, was there a little luck involved or is that really a trained thing? And PJ said that's a train.
1: No, it's trained for sure. It comes down to fundamentals. We get uh taught in seventy eight percent how to win games. And uh yeah, we're taught we're taught to throw our leg. And like physics kinda say that if you throw your top leg, your back leg is down to drag, so I mean, I went to physics, I guess. But also, nah. Coach Fleck and Coach Simon definitely do a great job of instilling that in practice every day. Anytime we're on the sideline, we throw our leg to make sure that toe's down. That's amazing. And then it looks so
0: cool. I mean, you had the – it almost looks like the Air Jordan, uh, you know, (laughs) the logo, right? Right, You got the Jordan logo going there, and it's kind of the toe toe drag if you want to use hockey vernacular, the toe tap if you want to use football vernacular. (laughs) Um, So walk me through it. So it's 4th and 10. You're at the Mm -hmm. 13. uh, Time's winding down. It's really do or die at that point. Right. Um, There's time out on the field. There's discussion. Mm -hmm. And you probably at that point know – if you get open, it's coming to you. So right. take me through your mindset as you line up for this play.
1: Well, the whole like us being down in that whole two minute is technique time at that point. And so playmakers make plays, you know, when they're especially at times like that when they're uh, counted to to be, you know, at their best. And so just the play call and understanding the leverage that i I was be given I was given from the D B. And in my mind I, I already kind of seen the play happening. I could foresee it, but at that point it's just staying poised and staying calm and fundamentals. <laughs> you know, we're on the route as best you can.
0: You had to get that guy to believe you were on a slant or across,
1: right? Correct. And yes. he
0: and he believed it. Yeah, he
1: believed you it. You sold it. So yeah. you're that's your that's your goal is to mm-hmm. get him thinking. You gotta it. yeah, you gotta be the best salesman. You gotta eyes, chest arms everything got to tell you the first route for him to believe it you got to believe the first route for him to believe it so that's kind of how I go about it run the first route and then react off of it and so you
0: you get the guy to bite now you take it to the sideline or the corner mm-hmm. and now you just have to wait for the throw did it seem like a, a, it took forever for the ball to get to you or did you did you
1: have a good feel kind See, of for where you were yeah I was honestly thinking about it last night like the, it felt like the ball was in the air for like, like it looked like it was coming straight to me so I was like at that moment you like I'm just staying poised, and, and, I, and in my mind, maybe a few years back, I wouldn't have been that poised in that, in that position, but I felt pretty poised in that position, knowing, like, this is just routine. This is another routine play, just making a play, knowing you know the technique that's just going to be having to do it. At that point, instinct takes over. I wasn't I wasn't planning on dragging the feet, but, I mean, it just happened. So
0: The, the training worked.
1: The training worked, and you fall so... back on it.
0: Now you're watching the ball. Obviously, you got to keep your eye on the ball to catch it. You got to get your hands to the ball. How do you do that all while trying to figure out where the sideline is without you really couldn't sneak a peek, right? Yeah,
1: you know, you really can't. It's just really field awareness, I'd say. You kind of get a feel for where you're at. You know, you're out breaking and you know the sideline's over there somewhere. Uh, but yeah, the, I'm, I'm, I'm chasing the ball. So. That's when I say the little instinct kind of took over because I, I, I couldn't tell you exactly I was on the field, but I knew I was close to the sideline, and, and my technique is telling me to drive that foot down to the ground and throw that leg. So so
0: you, you make the catch, you hit the deck. Um, you hear the crowd go nuts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you see the ref signal? Did you look up?
1: Uh, you? Yeah, that was kind of like the first little, you know, you give a glance at the ref. But then the first, the Corey Crumbs was the first guy in my face, and I loved it. We got our <laughs> little handshake going on, and I thought that was also uh, like probably one of the best moments. Just probably didn't better to catch, but you know, I, I love that moment that me and Corey shared. Yeah. And also with Nick Keller up coming in, too. He came flying in, and then others uh, joined the
0: party. And then the review happened. So did yeah. you know it was close? See, I knew it was close, know?
1: but I had faith in it. I knew I dragged. I really. Thought you know, going back to the two plays prior, I really thought that one had a good chance of being called touchdown, but uh, no, nah, I knew I, this one had to go, this one had to be completion, especially. I'm happy the ref called it, uh, touchdown on the field, and uh, I really give hats off to the ref. And I that was a great call, uh, but yeah, I, I, I knew it was a touchdown,
0: yeah, and and you're right, the ref was on it, he called mm-hmm. it. Um, and for, so you know, I'm doing the game on the radio. I, if you, I don't know if you heard the highlight, I said, it, uh, I knew you caught it. But it was an optical illusion a little bit. It looked mm-hmm. like your front foot feet So I said incomplete. Same time, right. So I said incomplete, and then the ref goes touchdown. i was like, oh, a touchdown. He must have dragged the foot, mm-hmm. and I was disappointed that I missed the call. But now in retrospect, I think it is kind of fitting because it was such a great catch. Most people up why where we were, it was like. I don't think he.
1: Yeah, it's hard to see. It's a bang bang, especially. And
0: and so it was. I mean, as it's such a brilliant catch and such a brilliant uh, way to drag the foot, and the training worked. And here you are with a touchdown. So now you're waiting. Uh, and then the official, and you're you're feeling good. I mean, there mm-hmm. was serious, conclusive evidence. Once right. we saw the replay, like, oh, this is for sure going to stand. Yeah. Because uh, you were nervous two plays before where yeah. you had the catch. Right. And I think if they had called that a touchdown on the field. Yeah, it could have stand. I don't but think it, they could have overturned
1: it, right? Yeah, I think it was more of a uh, did he control it on the way down type of thing, like with the yeah, ground Yeah, it kind of – did it move a second? Uh, uh, no, I thought – I don't think he had the – the ref who caught it had a good view, but I thought I, that was a completion 100%. Yeah. But – you know, we we, lived, we lived to it the next play. it was play.
0: incomplete, I think because he called it incomplete, right. I don't think they felt like they could overturn
1: yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't enough evidence. They, I, I would say the same thing for now. Yeah. Had he signaled touchdown... Yeah. I think
0: they have it stand. I think it was right. Yeah, I mean, it I was so close. You. Yeah. You, you, you had it, but uh, you come out. Then, of course, two plays later, and 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 make this uh, phenomenal catch. How um, how much did you hear from people, uh, friends, relatives, um, you know, former teammates, whoever, coaches that you played for?
1: Right. Uh, you know, a bunch of people hit me up. Honestly, probably the. I'd say maybe the one of the most famous or I'd say inspirational guys that hit me up was Calvin Johnson. Uh Megatron, he had sent me a DM and that was pretty nice to see. Uh is that right? That's yeah. for the Hall yeah, of yeah, Fame. I, I think yeah. that's pretty cool. I thought that was awesome. Uh so I definitely hit him back. But um no, nah, definitely uh, I had a I have a big support team and I have a big support uh like family and friends that just, you know, appreciate me and love me and you know continue to Walking along this journey with me, so uh, yeah, I definitely got received a lot of love. Uh, I think it was a pretty much a viral like moment, yeah. social media wise. So I did, I did gain a, a few more followers and people who noticed. So that's always a great thing. But uh, yeah, I was I was, I was enjoyed times with my friend, and fa- friends and family. Correct, uh, right after.
0: Yeah, you think about it, it was uh, it, it helped right Thursday night prime time. No other games are on, I guess. There's one, in the right. Florida Utah is playing, but I think it's I think I read 3.5 million viewers. Yeah, it's you crazy. know, which is probably more than you would get on a Saturday game. So that also probably played into some of the reaction because everyone's watching
1: watching the Gophers. Not facts, yeah. So I'm happy it was a primetime game on Fox. So it was uh, it was definitely. Uh a big time moment for me especially coming off week uh, coming week one so now we just got to build off that and continue to stack these games and days.
0: Speaking of stacking games so now this is four touchdowns for you in the last three games when you go back to Wisconsin where you caught the opening touchdown right uh-huh. on a, on a uh, I mean Ethan just whistled that ball in there I can still oh, yeah. picture <laughs> yeah. it on that on that cross or that mm-hmm. slant and then um, the bowl game right. uh, Tanner hooked twice with you one uh, which was a great catch yeah. right um, and, and uh, you kind of kept the ball as you're coming out of bounds and then I don't know what Called nice the bubble little, or tunnel yeah, screen little, that you um, mm-hmm, that you scored on the second play. one, and now this one. So yeah. uh, how, how? And I know you had the two touchdowns last year against Michigan State, which is a great game. And then you had some injury issues in the middle, but um, your confidence level—you just keep building. You got to feel real good about where your game's at.
1: Yeah, it starts every day in uh, practice in the film room, just gaining knowledge and just treating every practice rep like a, like it's a game. So like you never know when football is not a forever sport, so you never know what might be your last. So I I definitely go about taking every rep like it's, like it could be my last rep. So I think that mindset just allowed me to put myself in more games because I'm playing more games than I'm really playing. Kind of mindset. So like if I'm playing them in practice, so I get I get those experiences like every day. I'd say.
0: What um are there some receivers you would compare yourself to?
1: Like like uh, skill wise or who maybe who you want to pattern yourself or your game after? Um, I think play. Uh, I think some receivers definitely have like some of the same ability. I feel like as a receiver is an art. So many people have a lot of ways to go about it. But um, I definitely take a lot of stuff from uh, or like watch a lot of guys like Keenan Allen. I like the way he he gets in and out to his cuts. Odell's just explosion and like footwork is insane. Um, but no, nah, a bunch of receivers, Cooper Cup, and his IQ, like just a bunch of receivers uh, that you can just pick and take apart from. So, yeah. but I don't, I don't really tell you. I try to model my game after anybody. Yeah, I try to. I want to be myself. Yes, so sir.
0: you, you didn't mention the guy that I uh, think that you remind me of a little bit, just in terms of how, uh, and maybe it's because he played here for a while with the Vikings and Diggs, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs.
1: I see. I'm actually sorry I missed that because Diggs is definitely one of the guys I definitely can to. Uh, his just. His tenacity, like, one, but his routes is insane. He, he, he's a route guru. He uh knows how to sell a double move. Uh, he knows how to sell really anything. He makes everything look the same. Yeah.
0: Two things that I see from Diggs, you know, at a very high level that as you progress, one is the change of direction. You you have similar – I mean, you can change direction. That We saw it in that move. Mm-hmm. And two, balance. Right. I've been impressed with how you get hit. Mm-hmm and a lot of receivers are going to go down. You just bounce off right? and keep your foot, and keep your footing to, to continue on. Right. That's, is that is – that, I mean, I'm sure you worked at that, but mm-hmm. is there just some – I think that's good, The good Lord said yeah, you Yeah, I got was this. just going to say
1: that's God-given for sure. Uh, but, yeah, just as a little kid, like, you know, just messing around with your cousins and families back at the back at home, uh, you just kind of learn to stay on your feet. You don't want to be uh, knocked down, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you do, you get back, back up. So that kind of teaches you a lot. But um, – I think just you know being in the weight room definitely helps with balance. Um, working on balance, balance drills, and everything, and, and and working on two things at once. But yeah, I definitely, I definitely think trying to stay on my feet is 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 a maybe something that could separate me. That does separate me.
0: What is for you as you uh, continue to gain confidence, continue to produce, continue to do things? What are some areas that you're like? Okay, here's where I'm going to continue to work, and here if I can improve this. Then I take that next step,
1: right? I want to be a hundred percent consistent all across the board. Uh, I don't want to let a, um, a ball hit the ground, and I'm probably my worst uh, critic when I, when it comes to that stuff. So, I, and when it, when something like that uh, happens, you know, what I'm saying you 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 kind of you go back to even working even more, but um, really just cleaning up everything, everything, all the loose ends, all the uh, tails that. You, know, you kind of look at it from a DB's perspective. You know, you talk to some of your friends that are DB, like, what do you see? You know, you get uh, kind of insight, info or, or tells that they can pick up on receivers. And adding the, that information to your game can really uh, – make you better, Scott you.
0: Let me talk for a minute here about one of our great sponsors. Affinity Plus is your local credit union proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. If you're a current Gopher student or a Proud Gopher alum, you are eligible to join a financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first. Meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including one right here near campus in Minneapolis. To learn more or find other ways to connect, here's the webpage, affinityplus.org go gophers that's affinityplus.org slash go gophers affinity plus federal credit union federally insured by ncua and a proud sponsor of the go Gopher podcast you mentioned to the uh the, the recovery or you know not being too hard on yourself mm-hmm. but also continuing to work you I, I think early in the game you did have one right mm-hmm. hit your hands and yeah i could tell you were frustrated but you responded right, right. you made these big plays take me through that's, that mentality
1: um The culture, uh, the Gopher culture has taught me to respond and change my best. And that's all you can do. It's a next play mentality. And I think – all the uh best players are or all the good players are h- hardest on themselves uh, but they also do have a next play mentality and they 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 have a trust in themselves and a confidence in themselves to know they'll make the next play uh like how you mentioned Stefan Diggs he he had a similar story to it when he said he dropped the ball boom he wanted it right back dropped the same ball boom he's like all right bet same let me get it again let me get it again and then boom you don't see, he catches the rest of them right. but going about it like that's just a it's just and instills confidence in yourself, and it, it allows you to perform in like high pressure situations. I'd say.
0: I see you guys as a group. You mentioned Crooms and how cool it was that he came in and got you right away on the celebration. Uh, that your group of receivers, one, it's a talented group, deep group. A lot of guys can play Big Ten football 100%. in that group. You guys, every time it seems to me that I'm at a practice watching you're, when it when the whistle blows and it's over it isn't everyone's just not hightailing it to the locker room you guys stay out either through the, the right. machine or you have uh you know Ethan or other quarterbacks throw some routes or right. even throw to each other mm-hmm. just put in some extra time
1: right? yeah yeah we love doing it with each other i mean it's, it's obviously more fun with each other <laughs> we get to we get to be serious but also you know laugh around but uh no nah, this this group of guys loves to work and i really uh i really like that this is the most connected group of receivers that we done had come through here and uh me uh being a leader on this team and in the group, I really appreciate the guys from the freshmen to the guys who are older than me. I really appreciate every single one of them because they come in with a with a selfless uh, mindset, and everyone is selfless, including myself. And we all we all have a, a bigger goal in mind, and we all push each other to get better every day. How has
0: uh, Chris Altman Bell been to help you over the years? Do you think?
1: Uh, no Chris has been an extremely great mentor, a leader he big brother he's uh he's taught me a lot uh even like just talks off, off off the field uh he's really instilled a lot of confidence and kind of like taught me the ropes of how to go about you know being here four years and, and going about college and everyday cuz football is i want to say football is an easy sport but it's definitely uh something that's that's, that's brotherhood and, and camaraderie and it's something that's wor- definitely worthwhile and i'll I just think Crabb, has done a, is a. He's an embodiment of what uh, an alpha should be.
0: Yeah, I, I hope he continues to progress so he can. Um, I mean, he's such a good. No, nah, yeah, Crab's coming back. He's coming. I can't. Back. I can't
1: wait yeah. to. My brother's on the field. He'll was, have a factor at yeah, some point, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, for sure. Um, how about that atmosphere the other night? What did you think of that?
1: It was insane. Gopher crowd. Uh, it was crazy. The gold out. The sold out. The yeah. Everything about it was amazing everybody stayed i, I like the i don't like the nail-biting games <laughs> I, but i mean it's an experience for sure so but, no, nah, I, I love our fans, and, uh, no, nah, yeah, it was crazy. It was an amazing atmosphere.
0: Yeah, I thought in re- – I mean, the student section's been good uh, for a long – you know, for a while. I, as Post-COVID, I think students are like, hey, we, we got to take advantage of – we've been locked up enough, mm-hmm. we're going to go out. But I thought Thursday, that was the best I've seen it in a while. Yeah, like, no, nah, they were definitely nuts. into
1: the game, and it was it was crazy loud. Third downs, every part of it, we really enjoyed it. We, we heard we, – it made an impact, for
0: that, sure. And you mentioned that celebration with Crooms, and then um, – you're still just tied at that point. You need more things to happen, and for a minute, all of a sudden, Nebraska's starting to drive, and then Tyler Newbin steps in, gets mm-hmm. the big INT. Uh, your touchdown was set up by you know Wally punching it yeah. out, and you know so a couple of nice defensive plays to set the offense up. Yeah, we and love our defense. It, and you <laughs> we, go against it every day, yeah, so love, you know, we, right? Yeah,
1: they make us better every single day. Training camp, we we could not have to be where we at and where we're going to be without them, and. uh I'd say vice versa, and um, not just the way we can build off each other. We know they always got our back, and we always got their back. So just having that in the mind, we always we always have faith, and there's always there's always faith. So Kesich is out there; he's a popular
0: dude, right? What a great yeah. big personality <laughs> he's got. So he's setting up for a 47-yard field goal, and again, even today, in talking to PJ, he's like, you know, I felt pretty good about it because you guys have seen him, I've seen him; he's got the that leg, leg is crazy. You yeah, know? he's and gonna... he, yeah, I mean, that thing was right. He Knew it too, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen the video. He it hits his foot and he just turns and he yeah. tiger, tiger, woods. They shouldn't have iced
1: him. Yeah. I, I think that locked him more in <laughs> ice cold. So,
0: take me through where you were on the sideline. Were you nervous? What were you thinking? Is they're lining oh, up for a
1: forty-seven-yard field? Goal? At that point, I, I, I damn near knew we win the game. I have I knew Dragon was gonna put that down. I've seen it hundreds of times. So at that point, I'm like, they shouldn't have put us in field position. <laughs>
0: who, so. are, who are you around? And then when it went through, who did you share the
1: moment with? Can you remember even? uh it's hard. I just, I just remember running onto the field, trying to find where Dragon is. And then funny, we, we, it was. Dragon, we thought Crawford, the the, the snapper, was dragon because so we all surrounded him. But uh, no, nah, it was just a great just being around everybody, whoever, wherever is just you know. Of course, you gra- graduate the other team because they played a great game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely being around being around the guys was just I can't really even. I can't even point it out, but I pretty I pretty much dapped up the whole team. I'd say it was amazing. All the coaches, yeah, it was definitely an amazing experience.
0: How do you zero back in now? High emotion win, mm-hmm. Eastern Michigan coming up this weekend. So how do you approach the rest of this week? As we talk, it's a, it's Tuesday early evening here.
1: Right. Uh, so we um, you know we celebrated the game. We congratulated each other. We got in. We got in. We got better, and then was, we scratched it. I mean, at that point, we we're we're the way we're you know we're trained to next game mentality and uh 1 and 0 now we're 1 and 0 uh with the Eastern Michigan game and so let uh that's that's all our focus is on now we got a get one. yeah good game plan coming in and then we're just we're just ready to go after it
0: Kansas City Missouri your hometown how did the uh what was it about the
1: Gophers to so take me through your track and decision to be in the maroon and gold uh so the i really so the Gophers offered me my junior year after so, I really thought it was, and uh, you know, it felt something. It felt nice to me being offered after I tore, tore my ACL, my first game of junior year, and so being able to talk with those, or being able to meet with uh, Coach Harris who's now at Rutgers, but uh, being able to meet with the Gopher staff at the time and and build a relationship, really. And I, at the point, I didn't really know much about Minnesota, and I took a visit up here and i really loved what uh fleck was preach with fleck was saying and uh, i could see myself definitely being bought into this program but um, i really i really i really enjoyed the connections i made with the players and uh coach simon i really enjoyed my relationship with coach simon and i could see him being my coach for the next four to five years I just think it's the people. I say the people for sure. Yeah, and here you are. Yeah, now here I am. What a big night! The other night,
0: um, I also need to mention. We want to thank Dinkytown athletes. I know you're part of uh, of the great folks there, and in, um, in terms of DinkytownAthletes.com, mm-hmm. um, you've got uh,
1: some brand new apparel, right? Yeah, I got some new. We apparel. Gotta, we got to talk about that. Yeah, we got. to Yeah, let's do so it. So you
0: got is it, what's it say? Toe tap.
1: Yeah, toe tap. So toe toe tap. describe
0: it for us here.
1: So it's the toe tap. Um, I like. Uh, it comes in maroon, white, gray, and yellow. So we got we got hoodies, we got sweaters, we got shirts, long sleeve, and we also have some, you know, female um uh, more fitted to females. So yeah, it, toe, the toe tack, go get your uh merch, you know, it's um uh, the way the design is crazy, I, and, and the way it came out was so soon uh, after the game, and I, I really, I really appreciate how that they was able to do that. And I, I'm yeah, forever grateful. We gotta, for we that.
0: gotta fill everybody's closet with those. things. Yeah, it's we gotta, we cool gotta fill it up.
1: That, I mean, serious. The thing is, almost
0: like you couldn't have designed it any better. It looks nah, like it's perfect. Logo. I almost
1: look like I got a little lightning strike coming. Yeah. Like, like that. That's dope. It, it's, it's a really cool thing. Like so go flash. to uh,
0: dinkytownathletes.com. uh First of all, if you're not a member, we should, uh, we should tell everyone you can be a member. There are memberships. They take donations. It helps. Um, it helps the Gophers stay competitive. We've talked about it, and it's a, it's a, a valuable uh, uh, you know thing within. And um, when there's opportunities like this, when you make. Uh, the most of a moment, mm-hmm. um, here we are with some really cool opportunities for uh, for the student athletes yes, to, uh, to take advantage. So, DenkyTownAthletes.com. You have a wide receivers meeting to get to, so I won't keep you any longer. It was so mm-hmm. fun watching
1: last week. Uh, let's, uh, let's do it again this week. Oh, yeah, most definitely. We're going to up it from there. All right, very good. Thanks, Daniel. Yes, sir, appreciate it.
0: Daniel Jackson, there he is, episode number 86. We'll continue here in a minute. We thank Daniel for his time. He's off to the wide receivers meeting as we record this podcast. Let me talk for a minute about one of our brand new sponsors for the football season, Head Flyer Brewing in Northeast Minneapolis. You've heard me talking about these great folks for a while now. Great craft beer with big selection and big flavor. Me, I like the No Funny Stuff beer. It's a little on the lighter side, but they also have all the big beer flavors that beer lovers crave as well. I'm pumped up. This cool place with a cool vibe is on board with our podcast, and I want you to start thinking and taking a look at the calendar. Thursday night, October October 5th. Leading into the Michigan game, that's the first week of October, the battle for the Little Brown Jug. We're going to do a live podcast from Headflyer Brewing that week. Thursday night, October 5th. Specific time and details to come, but please put it on your calendar. We're going to have a couple of uh, really fun guests out there and there'll be some drink specials. You'll be able to buy a Little Brown Jug of beer on Little Brown Jug Week. So come on out. It's Headflyer Brewing. That's October 5th. If you can't make it that night, Come anytime. Don't forget pregame and postgame. They're a mile and a half from the stadium. So come in Saturday for the Eastern Michigan game. Stop before, stop after, both before and after. Head Flyer Brewing here. Show them the power of gold country. Stop in for pregame and postgame fun. When there's a road game, come in and watch the maroon and gold on one of the big TVs and cheer them on to victory. Head Flyer Brewing. Stop by this week as the college football season is now underway. Take a flyer. Head Flyer Brewing. Hi, Gopher fans, switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on lights, we switch TV channels, we switch on the TV. And with the new transfer portal... Some college students even switch colleges, which can seem crazy to us diehard fans. But what's not crazy is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, my agency can switch you over so we can start saving today. My team is ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood and show you it is, in fact, easy to switch and save. When you want the real deal, check us out at champlininsurance.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Episode 86 continues. Melanie Schaafmaster with us on the Go Gopher podcast. And first of all, good to see you.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Um, So you guys, um, it's been interesting, right? It's a new coaching staff. You guys um, found out last uh, year that there'd be new coaching. Uh, December... uh, Keegan Cook got hired, and then it was learned fast, 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 right? Got the trip to Hawaii, Mm -hmm. got some other things, and now the real thing's starting to uh, kick in here. So what's your impression been so far of the last eight months of Gopher Volleyball? Oh, my gosh.
2: It's definitely different. I know, I mean, both coaches have what they're great at. I think Hugh was very calm, and Keegan's just a little bit fiery. He has his calm side. But I think it's definitely different with him coming from the Pac-12, I think – He's super excited to be here. I think we're super excited to have a whole new staff. I mean, we love the staff. Kristen played at Michigan State, so we have a Big Ten person, and then we have a couple more California people that joined Kai and Eric. Um, I think the team adjusted super well to the whole situation. It was a lot of change, especially since, like, we met him in December. We all went home. He tried to get to some of our homes and stuff and meet us all over break and stuff, and then we got back in January, and it was just – so much different because we're learning him; he's learning us. And I think it took me a couple months to realize why it was it was so hard to like learn him. Because I mean, we had we knew Hugh throughout when we were getting recruited. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's not like we just came to Minnesota and met Hugh. Like we knew him when we committed, and I knew him for like five years before I got here. And I was like, I don't, just couldn't figure it out. I think once I like realized that, I like dove into it a lot more and. I just had to have a lot more conversations, but yeah. so far, I mean, it's going good. I think.
0: Yeah, and um, and you mentioned because you committed what like it's an eighth grader, right? Yeah. Yeah. A so I mean, how long ago has that been? Like tiny. <laughs> I mean, that's right, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Close. crazy. And so here you are, uh, you know, with 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 uh, you know new stuff. Um, two and two. This yeah. schedule's crazy, though.
2: We, I think we have the hardest schedule. It's in gotta be the country. Yeah. yeah. Preseason schedule. Um,
0: so you had uh, Baylor and TCU to start. Uh, Then the defending national champs, Mm -hmm. Texas, who started the year ranked number one. Um, And then uh, Florida on the road. One yeah. day trip, right? Or I mean, in and out. Oh no, uh,
2: yeah, we were there for like four days. Though. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but and then uh, you know it, it, that's always fun trying to get into Gainesville and then back home. Yeah. Um, and oh, okay, well, um, why don't you um now after all that go play number five Stanford on their home court and Oregon while they're in town play mm-hmm. them in Palo Alto as well. Yeah. I mean, you guys will be absolutely thoroughly <laughs> tested. Uh, a week from today, mm-hmm. we'll we'll know a little bit more yeah. about you. What what have you learned so far? Do you think of this team and this process and um, you know, I, I think people figured it couldn't be perfect right off the bat, anyway. But um, you're kind of probably mm-hmm. understanding where where you're at.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think uh, we have a, three new people too that are playing pretty big roles. I mean, Lydia is playing, and then her and Lauren, Lauren are flip flopping. So, I mean, we have a new person in, we have a new middle in, and we have a new libero. So, I mean, three of our people on the court at one time, at some point throughout the set, is brand new people. So, I think we're learning that. Um, learning. I mean, we just have – I feel like the new people and then the younger people are having to step up. Like Julia McKenna are playing a lot more than normal. We had Clissa playing over the weekend in Florida for the first time. And I think it's just getting used to each other. It's been – two and two sounds bad, but then you look at the schedule and it's like – and we lost in four to Texas and we should have went five. And then Florida, we just didn't play well. I mean, there's days you're just going to have to admit it to yourself. Like we just yeah. did not play – we didn't play go for volleyball and we didn't play good volleyball so i mean at the end of the day it's like yeah we we'll watch the film look at it and then we have stanford and oregon we leave tomorrow for stanford and yeah. oregon so
0: yeah as we talk it's tuesday night you guys leave wednesday for the friday saturday weekend uh against the uh, pac12 is there um i mean you guys know you're good you've got talent you, you know you start the season ranked in the top 10 you're still ranked 10th um is there still? I asked Keegan today if there's, you know, does he have hope? Not not in the sense like, oh, it's desperate, but that did he get some encouragement out of this, even in losses? Because sometimes, <laughs> you know, maybe you don't get encouragement mm-hmm. out of losses, or you get despondent. And he said, absolutely, uh, he sees potential in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are close, and yeah. a couple things fall into place, and and all of a sudden, you're you're mm-hmm. you're feeling good. So is that is that your mindset too? That like, yeah, this is a team that can still be. A contender, like you say, even though it's sitting at two and two.
2: Yeah, beginning of the season, two and two. I mean, uh I like our preseason schedule just because, like, it does test us. I mean, I don't know when we're ever going to play this many. Mini- get like Big Ten, obviously, but we get maybe a break once in Big Ten. Um, I think even today in film, I mean, we wanted to make our pass our serve receive better from Texas, and we passed I think like thirty eight percent in Texas, and we passed fifty two against Florida, but we just didn't have other. Parts going that we needed to be going, so I mean we did improve there. So it is hard when you're watching the game over and you're like, oh my God, we lost like I mean 25-22, but there were points we were down 18 to 10, and but our passing is so good now. We just have to figure out the other pieces. So I think Keegan's really good at it. I think we're working a lot on the backside that people don't see about like culturally. I feel like we had a culture in the past, and I think Keegan has a different vision for that. So working a lot on that too so not necessarily all volleyball at the same time we have powerpoints and stuff we're watching before film about life and what we need to work on as teammates and how we need to communicate and trust and all these things so i mean i'm i'm content with i hope we do better <laughs> we yeah, to yeah of course in Oregon. right i right. mean everyone does but i think we know what we work on when we come into practice we have our our big rocks that we're planning on working on and as long as they keep getting better, even if we do lose this week, I don't think it'll – I'm not going to be worried for December. We have a couple months.
0: Yeah. yeah. Is there is there a part of you that kind of wishes, too, that that the schedule kind of had, had dropped in a non-conference? I don't want to – you know, I mean, I can call it a cupcake. You guys wouldn't say. But but one that, you you know, hey, let's just, you know, run them in three sets, mm-hmm. get some confidence yeah. go on. Or, or are you better with, like, no, mm-hmm. let's just challenge and keep playing these top ten teams?
2: I think – we're better. This I think it's better to have the top ten just because, yeah. We, when we win, it's like all fun and games. But at the same time, we don't really see what we need to work on. I guess like when we're if we're beating teams twenty five to like thirteen and twelve, like we when we played Northern Iowa, like it was just like an exhibition match for like we just needed people to not be nervous, super nervous to be in the path. So I mean, I think when we lose, you do see. The problems, I don't know if I would call them problems, but like inefficiencies we have mm-hmm. a lot easier. And then we can, if we're still able to pick out the good when we're playing number one Texas at home, like I think that's a really awesome thing. I know it sucks after and the next day, and then going to Florida and losing, it sucks to lose two games in a row. But I don't think we're going to see what we need to see if we just are rolling teams. And then we're going to be at Wisconsin before we know it. It's yeah. going to have. Not worked in our favor if we would have done that. I
0: think. And you mentioned the Texas match. Um, you guys were were you know at a point where it looked like you were rolling into fourth and in a fifth set, and then yeah. things went a little bit haywire. Mm-hmm. But um, can you take some encouragement from that too? Mm-hmm. That you know you're you were right there.
2: Oh yeah, I think for sure. I mean, everyone was upset. I mean, you get to play number one team at home, and the pav is pretty much sold out with all the students and everything we had. I think. We just had a couple. They had less errors than us at the right times, and we had errors at the wrong times, and they took advantage of it. We just lost. It was literally twenty five twenty three in the fourth set. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we recognized that, and. It's just what it was.
0: Yeah, and then you learn and move on, mm-hmm. and and now <laughs> learning against this uh, the fifth and sixth ranked <laughs> yeah. teams in the country. Um, you mentioned some new players, including Kylie Murr. You mentioned the libero, um, who you guys go back away. Mm-hmm. This story's been told, but I think it's worth uh, telling here on the podcast as well. Um, uh, how far back do you guys go?
2: Me and Kylie played club together when we were like ten. Maybe. So we've been playing together since we were 10. Um, I'm from Newcastle, Indiana, and she's from Yorktown, so our high schools are in the same conference. I never went to high school with her. But, um, I mean, we played each other in the state tournament one time. I played club with her for eight years, maybe.
0: Did you? And you grew pretty close, right? It Mm -hmm. wasn't like, hey, she's just a teammate. Oh, no, best friend,
2: definitely. Uh, I have three other sisters, and she's my fourth one, for sure. (laughs) I mean... I was like, and I was in awe when she decided to come here. I was very happy.
0: How did that all work? So obviously she was, uh, and ha- you know she still is a great player. But was mm-hmm. a great player at Ohio State, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through different things, it was determined she decided she wanted to transfer from Ohio State as a grad transfer, one mm-hmm. year left. Mm-hmm. There was a need here. Yeah. Did you help push that or sell that <laughs> or how did that, how did that all work?
2: For sure. I was texting her and I was like, Kylie, I swear if you go somewhere, like if you're in the Big Ten somewhere else, I'm going to have to keep playing you for one more year. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I mean, I think it came down to us and another school. And it was like she went on her visit the next week after she came to Minnesota and she called me and she was wearing her shirt. And I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. The other school didn't work out. I feel I'm sorry if it was sad, but I'm not sorry at the same time. But I was she just called me, and I it took me a second to realize she was had it on for a reason. and wasn't yeah. just wearing a Minnesota shirt. I'm like, I can't stop smiling thinking about it now. But I was just so happy. Like I could. It would. The only thing that would be better is if like Mapry was here. Like I. That's how I would have to explain it.
0: Yeah. yeah. It is um. And so how has it been now that now that she's here? Mm-hmm. She, obviously she's off. She was Big Ten, mm-hmm. what player of the week in mm-hmm. week one. So she's done well as yeah. you would figure. But what's it been like to have her, you know, close again? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, she lived with me for like a month, and then she moved So, because she's leaving in December. But I've never been with her this much because club practice, you see each other. I mean, like we practice five times a week, but I'd see her like for three hours, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then yeah. the rest would have to be um, coming to your house because she lived like 30 minutes away. So it's really weird. I could just be like, oh, yeah, like you want to come over to my apartment? You want to walk two minutes down the street? Uh, but in the gym-wise, I mean, she gets along with everyone. She's an energizer bunny, and we, I think we needed that. And I think she's obviously really good, and she holds people accountable, and she's not afraid to say something that needs to be said. So I think we got a, a really good – we got a good person yeah. in our spot. Yeah,
0: that's what – what was my impression, too, is that she, she's going to be a leader, but she's also going to be um, – you know, she's going to set a, a standard and hold others to the standard, mm-hmm. too, right? I mean, yeah. it looks that way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does it every day, all day, in film and practice – If Keegan asks her something, she's going to tell him. And that's he wants our honest opinion, and he's getting it. So
0: Yeah, they talked about both of those, uh, both uh, Kylie and Keegan talked about (laughs) that they have kind of pushed each other because, she, as you mentioned, she's done in December. So Mm -hmm. I think he's got four months with her basically, and you want to maximize Mm -hmm. that time. So Mm -hmm. things have gone fast, right, pushing.
2: Yeah, I think she's mentioned urgency. I know she's trying to get a lot of people on board with the urgency. I mean, I'm on board 100%. I know I have another year, but I'm only with her for four months, so I'm, like, trying to get everyone else to be like, hey, guys, like, yeah, like I know, Sydney, you're a freshman, but, like, we need you to work so that we can get people what they deserve at the end of the year. So urgency is a very big thing right now in our gym.
0: Yeah. She – um and she has made some digs and some things that uh, really can be – I mean, one, the fans love it, first yeah. of all, right? It gets people fired mm-hmm. up, but she is really skilled.
2: Mm-hmm. She's – Amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah. What What's it like when she does make one um, now that it's for you, too? I'm, you know, playing against her when she was with the Buckeyes probably was not as fun as watching <laughs> her now wearing uh, the same colors as you. Um, but what's that like? And then, you know, you've had some home matches at the mm-hmm. PAV where she's done some, you know, just some crazy-looking yeah. saves or digs or what have you. What What's it like then when the crowd – because the crowd can feed off that a little yeah, bit, Yeah, it's you amazing.
2: Know? I mean, she feeds off it for – as soon as she makes play, it's like – Screaming like let's go! Hopefully someone got a kill off of the dig or something. But I mean, the Pav feeds off of it. I think our whole team feeds off of it because they if they're gonna see her throwing her body into the bleachers, pretty much. I mean, what's like we we're gonna too if she's gonna do that, we're gonna do that for her. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it definitely. I think it lifts the Pav. It lifts her and it lifts all of us. And the bench loves it. People coming in and out. We do have a lot of people coming in and out. I think, and I think she's a really good part. Like her energy is very consistent which helps with that transition yeah.
0: too. Now you mentioned the Pav; it was sold out you know or close to it at least in Texas or with the Texas match and obviously the TCU and Baylor matches were well attended and then Big Ten's gonna have you know more top teams coming in. What What's what's that been like that experience when I know when you committed when you were you know a freshman in high school that was something that you almost certainly was mm-hmm. looking forward to. Yeah. Has, has it met your expectation oh, playing gosh, the home matches?
2: Yeah. I love it I mean I'm like and when we're we warm up for like a whole hour before, and I just love seeing everyone come in. I love when the band is there. I just and it's the energy is really good. I mean, we have people that cheer against the other team, but at the same time, like it's nice energy all like around like people just want I just like how everyone wants to watch good volleyball pretty much. So I mean, I go back to serve, and I have like our donors are like, "Come on, Melanie," and I'm like, "Yeah, oh, she guys are so
0: nice." Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, you and um, and and Taylor Landfair got on the same page a lot last year. She was ended up being you know offensive player of the year. Take me through how that work went, right? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't always easy early. She mm-hmm. was injured. Yeah. Um, and and you guys got synced up, mm-hmm. and how you can keep that continuing now this year.
2: Yeah, I think. Honestly, we just became a lot better friends off the court. We came in together, and then we ended up not living with each other after Like we all ended up moving. Um, I think we became really good friends off the court, and I just, like, pretty much we could, like, read each other's minds, kind of if that makes sense. But I could just, like, sense her and see her, and I knew if I couldn't get the ball to anyone else, I could get a turn. She could do something with it. So I pretty much just had – we just had a really good feel for each other, and – I mean, obviously we set a lot of ball I set a lot of balls to her, she hit a lot of balls in practice, but at the end of the day it was a really big like feel thing, which is something you can't practice, but I do think it's because we came we became a lot better friends off the court through over her injury and stuff.
0: Yeah, and you you have some weapons to set for too. So how do you how do you try to feed all the weapons and decide, you know? I mean certainly there's strategy and I'm sure there are certain play mm-hmm. calls, but how do you how do you figure it all out?
2: Yeah, I think – and then the, yeah, if it's 24-24, I'm probably going to Taylor and McKenna. I'm running my, my big guns on the outside. I'll trust them. I trust everyone. Um, I mean, the middles do their job great. I get them the ball. I think they do a really good job of pulling, so they're trying to distract the other side, keep them middle maybe away so we can create some space for other people. I mean, the right side has definitely turned up a little uh, compared to last year, I think, too, so – I honestly go in with play calls, and then it normally works out, and then when it doesn't work out, I'm talking to Keegan and Kristen on the bench, and I'm like, I don't know what to set. I don't know why it's not working. But, I mean, we have literally, I think at one point we have five people that can hit on the floor other than – I mean, if I'm front row, I count, and then Kylie's the other person that can't hit. So it's crazy having – we have like five different plays going at one time, and they're really good at communicating about it. They know what to run when – if the middle runs something, they know not to run something so they don't jump on each other. So I think – the hitters have been really really good about and they know that I can't get the ball every single time so yeah. they're getting better at that not getting set every single ball so it's team effort on that one
0: yeah and and you've also become a weapon particularly Texas I was watching yeah. that where you're just you're just sending it, it right over. dinking yeah. it over and I know. Do, if they're trying right i mean mm-hmm. is that part of it they're coming hard mm-hmm. for blocking and you're just yeah, yeah. You, you had several of those so yeah. that has to be part of it you don't mm-hmm. want to overdo it probably mm-hmm. but th- that's no, part yeah. of it too
2: no yeah for sure i think uh, I mean, I can, like, see the my blocker that's with me. I see them pretty well when I'm on the net, when they pass it well enough for me to be on the net. Um, and then after I tip a couple, every time I jump set, they they go with me. Yeah. So it's um, – yeah, it's a, I just have to do it a couple times, and then they stay with me for a while, and then I do it a couple times when they stop staying with me, and then I stop, and then I do it a couple times.
0: Yeah. So
2: it's a little – Push and pull from yeah,
0: a little from cat food. and mouse game. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you we're taping Tuesday. You guys leave Wednesday. Match Friday. Match Saturday. Um, do you like the road trips? Does it? Uh, I mean, obviously you go to California. Not mm-hmm. Nothing to complain about there. Um, but uh, is it? Does it help too with uh, with a team like this where you're all trying to get on the same page? And mm-hmm. you had the Hawaii trip, but yeah. um, you know the, the. I
2: think it does. I definitely can't wait for Big Ten when we're chartering because the commercial flying. I... <laughs> I know the volleyball team is too spoiled. I was like, guys, I haven't flown commercial since I went home, like by myself. But I think I like it. I like being with people. I like socializing. You could put me in a room with anyone on our team, and I could talk for like two hours. So I love being like with them. We play games when we get to the hotels. I've never been to Stanford, so I'm very excited about that because I would probably wouldn't go any other time unless this was the opportunity. So. I like it. I like traveling. Maybe like in the middle of Big Ten when we're going to like Rutgers. I don't really care for it.
0: That's a long flight (laughs) to Rutgers, yes.
2: But I'm very excited to go to California. I'm happy we just went to Florida. I like playing in Florida. And then the Hawaii trip was obviously amazing.
0: Yeah. Very good. Well, Big Ten will be around before you know it. Let's no. uh, let's try to do this again. Yeah, for sure. We want to thank Dinky Town Athletes as well. They uh, helped uh, get this all set up. Dinkytownathletes.com. Do you have some merchandise on the webpage that uh, people can get? I have get? a
2: shirt coming out soon, guys. Nice. I actually just approved of the design today. You so did? I did.
0: Yeah. Are you excited? I am. Yeah. So Dinkytownathletes.com. Mm-hmm. Click on your uh, page and mm-hmm. Let's get some get you know some, merch. some some merch in the in the drawers and the closets <laughs> and, and on everybody's back. Thanks so much. Good the luck drawers, this weekend. Yeah.
2: Thanks for having
0: me. All right, there it is, episode eighty-six. That's Gopher Volleyball Standout Melanie Shaftmaster. My thanks to her for joining us here on episode eighty-six. I hope you enjoyed hearing from her as much as I did. My thanks also to Daniel Jackson, hero from last Thursday. He was hanging out with us earlier this episode. Episode eighty-six is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North mergers and acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. We're also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a locally member-owned full-service financial invested in you. You can learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Cub is on board as a primary sponsor as well of the Go Gopher podcast. Cub is the official grocer of the Gophers. Everyone deserves a chance at a full life. Join Cub, the University of Minnesota and M Health Fairview Masonic Children's Hospital. Donate to Cub Kindness at the register and help kids live healthier, happier lives. Thank you for making a difference. And welcome aboard to one of our football sponsors for the season, Head Flyer Brewing in Northeast Minneapolis, just a mile and a half from the stadium. Stop in for great-tasting craft beer tonight. And don't forget Head Flyer Brewing as a pregame and postgame destination for all Gopher home games. We're also brought to you by State Farm agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts and right now click that subscribe button to the go go for podcast it's free to subscribe and free to listen and please be sure to share the link to the podcast with others on your social media channels so they can subscribe and listen as well we'll talk again next week